it time for illegal ham in the face? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? Everybody, welcome to another episode of Legal Ham the Face. I think it's 93. I don't 93. Know 93. Wow, we are almost to 100. You know what happens when we hit 100? We're not keeping track of episodes anymore after that. Uh, let me bring in my cohorts. Let me get Big Brian here. What's going on, Big Brian? Nothing. So, um, so with 100, it's got to be around draft time, right? Sounds about right. That'd be right. Maybe another two months. Well, let's see here. That's seven Something episodes. around there. Maybe not yeah. exactly that. About seven episodes. We should be good. That'd be a hell of a time. That would be. Just put NFL draft, and that's it. Draft extravaganza slash uh, uh, celebration party. Drinks oh, are free. Oh, 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 that's what Benny like, said anyways. He said he'd take care of all of us. He did say that. I you didn't hear him before? Yeah, I heard, I heard it. Oh, I heard him loud and clear. He was like, yeah, I'll take care of drinks. <laughs> Just a big shot. <laughs> I am. Well, we might as well bring my cousin Vinny down with us too and see what he says. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. I don't recall any of that. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll drink to you, Vinny. We haven't seen each other since Thursday, and it's been kind of a just roller coaster since then. Uh, our first shout let's get into our shout outs first. My corner bar, what a great spread they put on. We'll talk about them again here at Fat Boy Tuesday. I mean, they had fried chicken, bloody sandwich, burgers, mussels, pasta, steak, baked potatoes. Like the amount of food they brought out for us was unreal. Probably some of the best food I've had at a bar too. It's really good. Yes. Like it's it's top notch there. Um, also got a shout out, uh, Craig, for helping us out too, getting everything set up. With you know, we had some audio issues, but we're still work in progress with that. You know, it's always going to be a work in progress when you're doing live shows because you can't control everything. You know, like my cousin Vinny and Bri, when, you know, Bri starts eating food. Delicious. I know. I saw you over there during the dog's table. Like, <laughs> I'm just jealous of you right now. <laughs> uh, other than that, that's all the shout outs I got. Uh, what about you guys? Bri, you got any shout outs, bud? You know, I, I really don't. Um, I kind of forgot about shout outs last week. So I was going to do one about the Medina Ice Festival, but I'm guessing a lot of their uh, ice sculptures have been melted. So it's usually middle of, uh, of February. So I'll try to remind everyone uh, next year. We went up there on Sunday and checked it out and there was quite a, quite a huge turnout. So it's just pretty cool. All these. I would say at least 50 to 80 ice sculptures. And, uh, yeah, you wouldn't believe the detail on some of these. It's just a lot of local businesses. So it's cool. Walk around the square, you know, maybe duck in for a beer or sandwich at uh, some of the local bars and restaurants that are right there. So, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, that's my bad for, for not letting people know because, you know, we had the, uh, we had the all-star game over the weekend and there was just a lot going on, but, uh, but that was kind of a change of pace, especially if you have a a girlfriend or a wife that uh that doesn't love you watching sports all the time. It was, it's something that uh that you can take her to and pretend that uh it's not that bad. Well, you mean Ashley doesn't like you watching sports all the time? Oh, she doesn't care. I actually just uh this week, this past week, I put our second TV down in the basement. I said, "All right, yep, till another football season." And she goes, "Oh." Is it going to be gone until September? I said no. 
another month, and then March Madness starts, and I'll bring it back up, and then it'll be gone for the rest of the year. Well, until Combine and the NFL Draft. you got to get both coverages of the NFL Draft. <laughs> you know, you no. the day seven of the NFL Draft. You, know, you don't want to miss out on that one. That, that's on her. If if she can't handle watching the NFL draft for two and a half days, then uh, she can go down and get that TV herself because our TV is going to be tuned to the draft. Well, we will get into that a little bit later. We have a little bit of free agency talk we'll talk about here today. Uh, Vinny, you got any shout outs? Uh, we did go ahead. Uh, even I went out and uh, tried a new restaurant um, over in Cleveland. Um get off uh, all the way down East 55th and stuff. Take that way. Uh, if you're on 71 going North, uh, it was called the, uh, the haunted, the haunted house or the haunted, uh, the haunted restaurant was the name of it. So it was a, a amazing atmosphere. Actually, it was pretty cool. Go ahead and you walk in and everything. They got all different. Uh, uh, it kind of looked like a, uh, like a movie theater kind of like up front, you know, you had your little ticket box and stuff give them your name and everything really cool designs and stuff there on the wall. And then when you go through, when they, when they accept you back, then they have like all the different like horror movies and stuff being shown all around on all the different TVs. They do have uh, uh, a couple TVs by the bar on both sides of the bar that uh, they're watching games and stuff like that, that are going on too. So sports fans are still able to go, Um, you know, Food was pretty good too, so you know, definitely a, a interesting place to to go ahead and check out. And don't, don't think, think, it's in Cleveland, East Cleveland, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's over. Um, I didn't look it up here. That's why I have Google. Keep talking. Oh. Look it up. Yeah. Um, huh. What you have? What you and the wife have? Cleveland Heights. Cleveland Heights. Wait. What did I have? Uh, well. Yeah. Uh, started out we had uh, the scooby snacks is what they call it it's kind of like like nachos and stuff and it's all built up and they do something a little special with like each one of their their burgers and everything she got something called the uh the bird box and uh it was kind of gruesome looking to say the <laughs> it, it was a chicken sandwich but the uh the syrup on it is like a red maple syrup they put dye right. in it so it looks like blood all over the chicken sandwich oh yeah it was it was uh, pretty it, gruesome it like some of their food actually looks good, but when I think of Scooby Snacks, I'm not thinking of nachos. No, I'm not really thinking nachos either. But it was a uh, it, it was interesting to to say the least. So yeah, it's it the nice. Haunted House Restaurant over on Cleveland Heights on Cedar Road. So that's yeah. over by uh, it's over by Work Pride. We can sneak over there. Yeah, one. Right, we'll, yeah. we'll be up there one day and have some food because yeah, definitely. It actually sounded really good. Plus, they got some specialty drinks too. So. Yeah. I almost thought you were going to say you have to slaughter your own chicken. <laughs> That's why it was so oh, red. Hilarious. If that I mean, if they really want to be a true haunted house uh, right? restaurant. I mean, I'm in. I've done it before. It wouldn't <laughs> be the first time. <laughs> like, let's, if we got to get go dark, vegan. dark. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they, <laughs> somebody else do it. <laughs> they had a Michael Myers walking around and, you know, he'd sneak up behind you and stuff uh the the one girl from the from the ring with her hair and everything all down in her face just wow. kind of around and everything and getting up next to people scared of square scared quite a few people too it was uh it was pretty interesting i had a really good time surprised yeah, nobody's nice. nice. choked there you sit there taking a bite you turn over you see the ring girl staring at you while you're taking a bite <laughs> I got i'm sitting there i'm looking down like getting ready to bite my burger and then all of a sudden this like knife kind of appears behind me i'm like nobody sneaks up on me i of course obviously not michael myers <laughs> he did <laughs> you know, I got right up behind me with this saw uh with the oh, knife so we also got a yeah. shout out we're on the big screen again at kev's house and oh, nice. uh we got you know, it's nice being on the big screen at Kev's house. I love being on the big screen at Kev's house. I think we got Jay watching tonight too, and everybody else. But uh, we got we got to get our shout out out of here. Our uh, our sponsor, yes. Lake Erie APA and Harold Keel. We got a whole bunch of tournaments going on here in the next couple weeks, and a couple new leagues are forming. So if you want to find out what those leagues are, they are having a doubles eight ball league on Wednesday nights. Just two people play each play a single match and then you play a doubles match together. They're going to have it's every two weeks. They're going to have a nine ball one too every two weeks. Wow. 
They have the Jack and Jill tournament this weekend coming up. They're having another tournament, uh, eight ball tournament, and another nine ball tournament, plus a Scotch doubles nine ball tournament. So there's going to be a lot of tournaments coming up. So if you guys want to get on it, get a hold of me and Vinny, or go to uh, Facebook and the Lake Erie APA page and get a hold of Harold Keel. And if you need to get a hold of him, I'll get his number for you. We're we're still working on because copyright laws and all that stuff we got to get the right picture put up for the lake Erie apa so we got we'll figure it out but we'll we'll get it out there so everybody can see it and then he want you uh throw up over the uh overlay over there the uh throw up the uh corner bar their address too because we really did have a blast oh yeah there. absolutely right there is 622 11 west 130th at parma heights ohio 44130 uh like I said, the food was the bomb. We'll talk about it here for Fat Boy Tuesday coming up. Uh, we definitely had a blast there. Uh, oh, yeah. Bryce stuck around longer than what he normally does. He was having a great time. So, you know, it was really good. So if you want to go check out that place, please do. And tell them that the ham boy sent you. Tell the legal ham yeah. the face sent you. They'll get you some good food. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are getting into trivia. That's what I was looking up. I don't want, I want anybody to think that I'm not listening to me. I heard this oh. on Sunday. I heard this on Sunday when we went to play pool together, so I already knew about the haunted house. So don't think <laughs> I don't listen to Vinny. I love Vinny. So, all right, but I had to get my trivia ready because this is, since Kevon is watching, this is for Kevon and for Big Bry because it's my turn for trivia. So while you, you play ready? the sounder there, big fella. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's my turn for trivia. He got me last week with uh, Henry, Anthony Henry. I thought it was McCutcheon all day, and we had four people at the bar get the right answer. I had to buy drinks that night. <laughs> people when I messed up on a trivia, but I messed up. I thought it was McCutcheon. It was Henry. It was a great trivia question because I had to deal with digs and everything else, and you know had Browns do. But we're going to flip it a little sideways because we had All Star Weekend this weekend. All right, Cavaliers. Showed up. Cleveland looked great, which we'll get into here in a little bit. But my question to you, Bry, NBA question. Most assist in one game by a point guard. There is a Cavalier on the top 10 list. First off, can you name number one? And can you name that Cavalier? Number one and the Cavalier. Yes. So is is this most assists in a game by anyone or just by a point guard? By a point guard. Most assists in one game by a point guard. That's what it says. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Is it a is it a name I've heard of before? Uh probably not. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna, hey, I'm not gonna lie. Like it caught me off guard because I'm looking at like that sounds right, but how's that guy not first? And then I'm like going through all of them. Let's put it this way. The best point guard ever in the NBA. We could go with John Stockton, right? John Stockton's up here, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. right. He was three, six, and eight. He has three spots on this list. All right. That probably would have been my guess, but uh... okay. he's not number one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so okay, good, good to know. I, I like a challenge. All right, so this is a good one. Let's see, Kev, text me if you know the answer. I'll, I'll let you know if you got the answer right. Just give me a text and let me know. Uh, but yeah, that's my trivia to you. And Vinny is working on the uh, word of the day over here. Oh no, I haven't. Oh, you haven't write down all the definitions and stuff like that yet. So. Oh man, I but was hoping you did that. <laughs> I will be ready to go just the same. All right, oh, you said uh. That. You said Kev was going to like it. I thought you were going to throw some Cleveland Crunch trivia at me. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't do so. How many? How many here, I'll throw a, a trivia to you. How many Crunch players can you name? I can name one. I think I can name two. No, oh, I can't name any. I really can't. I can't, but I like, I, you know, I haven't watched any of the. And you know what's really bad? 
No, no, no. I'm saying like all time. I'm not saying yeah. I don't. I don't know any of them right now. He's saying do some thinking. He's got to think on it. No, I, okay. I don't know because like growing up, I didn't know about the Cleveland Crunch, all that stuff. You know, I'm Southern Ohio. We didn't think about that stuff. Like soccer, yeah. soccer's not big down there. Hockey's not big down there. Tennis isn't big down there. Up here, you guys got hockey teams. And sh- like we didn't know what that was. <laughs> You're catching us off guard with all these other sports. Like we got football, we got basketball, we got track. Sprinkling a little wrestling, a little volleyball. And that's it. Like you know, those are your sports. It wasn't anything major. Like, <laughs> so are the uh, are the Lake Erie Monsters still going? I haven't heard much from them. Oh uh, yes, they're still going. Yeah. Uh, okay. And Kevin said, Tobri Hector. Oh my lord, I cannot. Marinero. It's not Mar. It's Marinero. Marinero. Hector Hector pizza sauce. That's why I stopped for a second because I was like, is that Marinara? Did he is typo that? that? Habanero. <laughs> There's Habanero. one other guy that I if I heard his name, I would know it, but uh, and maybe Kev can text you. But uh yeah, if I heard his name, I would know it, but I can't for the life of me remember his name. <laughs> Habanero uh, Marinara. All right, here we go. They were winning championships in the 90s. I'm not saying they weren't. (laughs) Cleveland's best team. Oh, my Lord. Hold on, Vinny. I got to get your sounder. And he's just... He's just laughing at us now. (laughs) Because you guys are fools. It just... (laughs) Oh, see, this is why... Vinny, why why do we do this to each other? (laughs) Like, we get off track. Because it's fun. I know. All right, let's, let's go. All right. All right. Wonderful. All right. Our word of the day brought to you by Merriam-Webster's Dictionary since 1828 is Q. Q. Oh, Oh, it's easy. I know this one. It's so easy, right? No, no, no. I know this one. You want to know why? Okay. Why? Because he's a head coach. (laughs) (laughs) Used to be a head coach. Used to be a head coach. Formerly known as. This is the verb version of the word hue h-e-w not not the other one it's not not h-u-e it's not not the color it's not you know the the mist or anything like that yeah but hold on did you even write down all the definitions yet oh yeah okay let's let's go through the definitions first all right before you use it okay all right gotcha so the definitions that i have here is unreserved honest B is uh, to happen or become known. C, incapable of being. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I got like half that word, so. Not C. It's not Hugh. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, doesn't mean, no, it's not Hugh. Uh, <laughs> where did it go? See, this is I'm loving this show already. If you guys haven't tuned in, you can right. find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, you can find me at I am that fat guy on uh, Twitter. You find us at Facebook at Pam Illegal. Uh, are you ready now? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah. just want to get her a shout out. Right. And then the last one is uh, D to conform or to adhere. Okay. Okay. All right. So those are your definitions for hue. All right. Well. Brian, you got all that down? Do you want to use it? Gotcha. Nope. I'm good. Nope. You're good. All right. Well, let's get into our show. Uh, I am not running the ship tonight, so Vinny is. So I don't even know what's up next for us, but um, I am guessing well, it's All-Star Weekend. That is correct, yeah. So All-Star Stud Weekend here in Cleveland. Cavalier showed up. Our three, our big three, well, big two and a half, uh, what do we call them? A peanut? Like you had the two seven footers and then the sprinkle in a six footer. What do we call that? Like two and two thirds? Yeah, I, I don't know. What I took away from it was it looked like um Evan Mobley's like four inches taller than Jared Allen. <laughs> I couldn't believe the, the height difference between them. I was blown away. I don't know if Mobley's grown since the draft, or, or I just thought Jared Allen was a little bit taller, but uh, yeah, it, it looked like he towered over him. 
it could have been the humidity, the hair, not up so much. <laughs> yeah, I, I was the exact same. I'm sitting here watching Garland standing next to those two. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Look at these two. And watching Mobley shoot, I didn't realize how good he actually was shooting. Watching him shoot those corner threes, I was like, I was in awe. I was like, okay, I gotta start paying more attention to the Cavs now because this is great. Like Cleveland showed up, looked great on national television. Absolutely amazing. They showed up, showed out. Stars came out. He had the celebrity game with Miles Garrett just dunking on people. MGK couldn't even stop him. MGK tried to foul Miles Garrett. Get out of here. I was trying to get him back. But man, what a great, great thing for Cleveland to show off like that because it was the city was on fire this whole weekend for that. And you know, kudos to Cleveland, everybody downtown, all the work you guys put into it. It was everybody, Cleveland came off looking amazing. Can't thank you guys enough. Yeah, uh, I, I'll i be honest. I didn't see a whole lot on Friday or Sunday night, um, but I saw everything on Saturday. Uh, Friday, we went to the uh, Medina versus Brunswick game. I'll shout out my cousin, Zach, who who plays for Brunswick, and they got a win. But I So I didn't watch a whole lot on Friday. I saw the Miles Garrett highlight stuff. Um, did did Verjao guard him at all? Was Verjao playing? Yes, Vergeau did sort of. Oh, good. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he didn't go too hard against Gary. And and the biggest, most most important thing about uh about Garrett playing was he didn't get hurt. So I mean, he looked like freaking bodybuilder out there. But yeah, he was the he was taking it to him. And from what I saw, he looked pretty damn coordinated. We already knew that. But um, but yeah, Saturday night. The dunk contest was kind of a dud. I even saw Braylon Edwards kind of take a shot at Cleveland uh, a little bit, which I don't know what the heck that's about. He, he's about he's probably more irrelevant at this point than Johnny Manziel. So the fact that it's even news is kind of a big surprise to me. But yeah, that was kind of a dud. Um, the three point shootout was pretty good. Towns uh, put on a display. Nobody thought he was going to win it. Heck no, I, I didn't, and he just started lighting them up. I was like, okay, big boy can shoot, too. Uh, we yeah. have our first comment of the uh, the night. I had to exit out because I wanted Brian to go solo a little bit. Why? Oh, you know, okay. Uh, Michael Jordan I, from I Jose Cotto. Oh. I didn't even see him. He I didn't know he was there. Seventy fifth. Him, him and LeBron hugged. He was talking crap to Shaq, wanted to play one-on-one. It was a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> but How many yeah. finals did Jordan make it to? I don't I don't remember. It wasn't that many, was it? No. I think it was only six, but he won all six. six. Only six? Yeah. Huh. Scotty Pippen probably had a lot to do with that. Uh, Steve Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, the highlight for me, the highlight of the weekend for me was the Cavs uh, doing what they did Saturday night, that Cavs team. That was a lot of fun to watch them. Um, you know, it came down to a tiebreaker and Garland hit his first shot. And of course, we all know that Antetokounmpo's can't really shoot that well. So that kind of favored us that uh, we had Garland going against, I don't know, if it was it the one that's in the G League or the one doesn't play for the Bucks? But it's kind of sad that they would put one of those guys out there to take the shot rather than, uh, you know, the two-time MVP. But uh, but yeah, Garland did that, and then Mobley hitting the hitting the half quarter, his first shot. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it was a storybook ending. Right the gate. They they just showed up, showed out, bud. It was it was awesome. I I can't. And the dunk contest. Here's my take on the dunk contest, and I. There's only so many dunks you can do. All right. Most of the dunks have been done already, unless mm-hmm. you really jump off a key tower and try to dunk the ball. What are you expecting anymore? I mean, we've right. already had – you want somebody to dunk from the three-point line? That will probably be the next big thing that will happen. I mean, sure. there's only so much you seriously can do with a dunk anymore. I, I We've had – we got spoiled as kids growing up. I mean, we've had Jordan, Dominique. We had all the greats for the dunk. Irving, you know, <laughs> Dr. J. Like, we were there for all of that stuff growing up. And now it's kind of, and even in the later years with Vince Carter and all that stuff, and it, it's just kind of petered out. And yeah. there's nothing original anymore. Like, what? oh, wow, a tomahawk dunk. Woohoo. 
already seen it, bud. Like <laughs> that's uh that's the one. The Vince Carter one is the one that sticks out to me as being like the last great one. And it, it's probably had to do with that was when my upbringing. I was still in high school. I had an appreciation for the game, and and he was the first great dunker that I really remember <laughs> sitting down and watching. And I know Aaron Gordon's done some great things, and. Uh, Nate Robinson certainly at his size and uh, and Dwight Howard, but that Vince Carter one that that kind of took it to the next level. And like you said, we're kind of running out of stuff to do. We're waiting for that next unbelievable thing. Obi Toppin to me, he was well deserving of the uh, of the crown this year. You know, he he was head and shoulders above the other guys, and that dunk that he did, I can't remember if he jumped over somebody and kind of went behind the back. That was. I mean, if he did that 10, 15 years ago, that would have been all we could talk about for a week. So, so yeah, our expectations are just so high that uh, that unless somebody does, yeah, like you said, from the three-point line or a, a 720 or a 1080 or something in the air, you know, we're not really going to be too impressed by it. Well, I mean, it's one of those ones where at the point now where the mascot, you're going to have to do the mascot stuff where you go off the trampoline over 14 cheerleaders and then all oh, Jose. Jose's foot was on the line. He didn't even do it from the free throw line. He was inside the arc. No, no. <laughs> I'm not saying it didn't look good, but a seven foot white guy did it too. So, I, what do you what do you want? Now, now half the guys in the league can dunk from the free throw line. So, I, if Jordan played in today's uh, in today's game, who knows if he'd even start for half the teams? Oh, there's a good one. Zach Levine and Eric Gordon was the last good dunk contest. Yeah, Levine, Levine's something special. See, there you go. MJ's foot was on the line. Dr. J's one. Who was it? Sean Bradley that did it from behind the line, too? Was that who it was? No, no. Uh, uh, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, what the heck was his name? He won the contest in the one year. I know. Shoot. No, maybe Kevin. Maybe, maybe Kevin. No, Sean Bradley is the seven foot seven dude. Well, yeah, he was a sitter. No, uh-uh, no. It, it, I don't know the white dude you're talking about. Uh, now you got me thinking his last name was Bradley, but I don't think it was. Uh, Barry. Rick Barry's kid. Not John Barry, the other one. Brent. Brent Barry, I think. There's a, How many Barrys are there? I think it was Brent Barry. I, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, I think that's who it was. I, I don't know. I, that's the one that I think of when, when you bring that up. Maybe I'm missing somebody. All right, so it seems how Justin and both Kevin are watching. Google that for us because obviously we can't right now because we're just we're in the weeds. But um, no, uh, you know the other thing that I <laughs> kind of liked is like you know all the hype of LeBron coming back. You know nobody booed LeBron. It was nice little showing. They booed the hell out of Steph Curry though, which I, I love. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That was but, great. I mean, <laughs> you're watching all this, and you got the best. You know, top seventy five. Yo, Jordan contest. Oh, yep. Here comes Kevin Arnold. Dang it. You're not, you're not giving me the answer I wanted. I can't even read that. What's that say? Uh, it says, pretty sure LeBron matched the Jordan contest dunk in a game against the Bucks. I believe in his first stint here. Well, well, that's because LeBron's there in Jordan. Mm-hmm. Jose's just going mm-hmm. to understand that. I mean, oh. it's, it's all right. It's an era thing. Like, it's just an everything. If would you would you make of the LeBron comments that got some headlines this week about oh, him uh, going back to Cleveland? Eh, yeah. Eh. Like, What's he gonna say? I mean, he he's hey, he drafted Darius Garland just so he didn't come back here and get booed. We are we all know what's going to happen. Like, come on, like he wasn't going to get the Cleveland guy on his team, so that he didn't come back here and get booed for going to L.A. Get out of here! Like, we're not stupid. Like, we get it. We're not upset with you like we were the last time. The last mm-hmm. time we weren't even upset that you left. We were just upset the way you left. Like <laughs> you could have done anything in the world except spit on Cleveland on your way out, and you did it. Like you could have been like, I gotta go. This isn't working for me. I hope you guys understand. No, it's like, oh, I'm taking my talent to South Beach <laughs> on you. <laughs> <laughs> National TV. Like it it's just one of those things that it's just. I'm not even upset that he went to L.A. This team was in shambles because they couldn't get the money. We already won a championship. What more do you want for the guy? He came back. He had his word. He came back. He won you a championship. And now he wants to go be in L.A. and be with his family. I get that. 
if he wants to come back here at 40 years old, do a little swan song, I'm completely fine with that. As long as you do not do the stupid thing and pay him the money he thinks he deserves at 40. No max contract, no trading for people, no giving away the core that you have built up here just to bring LeBron back. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's Yeah, but it's a drop in the bucket for Dan Gilbert with his money. I mean, uh, I paying... But to, for him to come here, you'd have to trade with L.A. to get him here, right? Well, not. he's got one more year in L.A. He's got next year in L.A., and then I believe he's a free agent. So well, he might not have to give up anything. Well, well, in that case, that's fine. But you Stack know, it all on the back end yeah, yeah. of the contract. What back end? Of the one-year contract? <laughs> yeah, a one-year contract. Yeah, pay him a bunch in, like, March and April. Well, no, no, no. You've been able to do it before, get us a championship. Now we have even more players that are ready to win a championship yet again. So make it a championship bonus that he gets for, you know, however much basketball players really make. I'll bet you. Well, you know? It's a lot. A lot. Vinny, it's it's a lot. lot. I'm just saying. I mean, but if he doesn't get us that championship, then, you know, he gets however much. I would I would still be surprised if uh if he made his way back to Cleveland unless his son came here and they wanted to do a you know a feel good story a lifetime movie for one season um cuz like I've said before I think LeBron's too Hollywood but I think basketball wise from a basketball standpoint he probably wants to be in Cleveland because right now Cleveland and L.A. are going in two different directions with Davis not being able to stay healthy and and uh, Westbrook kind of just being a mess, which we kind of knew he would be. Him and LeBron can't really play together because he's, he's too much of a wild child. He's as talented as there is in the league, but he's just too crazy. So LeBron needs that structure around him. He needs guys that he can trust and – yeah, it's just not working in LA. So I bet he, I bet he does wish he was in Cleveland for the basketball aspect of it for sure. Yeah. We, you already fired up Jose. Oh, yeah. oh, he is just firing back, firing left and right. Just yeah, he is speed. <laughs> I've never seen Jose text as much. Hey, he's missed you so much that he's just fired off three texts right in a row. Right in a row, right. I got a fourth here in the wait. Oh my lord! <laughs> he just, I, Jose, I understand what you're saying. Well, of course he should have stayed. In, I mean, he, yeah, when he went to L.A., there was no reason at all for him to go to L.A. Otherwise, other than he thought he could get stars in L.A. Um, easier than in Cleveland, but. To his credit, they won a championship, so his plan kind of worked. But uh, as with LeBron, we know in the past, you kind of mortgage your future to win this season or next season because then two two years down the road, you're going to kind of be a mess. And we're seeing that again with the Lakers. You can't go all in every single year and just reshape your team. By the way, Chris, if you're watching this, I apologize. That text went to a roper. Chris, Chris. <laughs> Uh, Why are you texting on the show? Well, no, I'm trying to get the answer to the guy who won the dunk contest. Why didn't you just ask me? Yeah, I think it was. I think he played for the Clippers, and I think he played in the '90s. But um, I thought it was was the '76ers. It could be. I mean, they're the same colors, so maybe I'm misremembering that part. I thought, but yeah, I, I don't know who you're really thinking of. The guy, when you said that, the guy I was thinking of was Brent Berry because I'm pretty sure he dunked from the foul. Is that what it is? Is that Obi Toppin? You could Google him and see if Brent see if Barry. his picture brings it up. Just look kind at the, dog something in your memory. Uh, let's see here. Uh, dunk contest winners, all star dunk contest winners. Oh. Can you can you Google white guy dunks from the free throw line? <laughs> There's probably only one. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Tura didn't do it? What are you talking about? (laughs) That's not my answer for the trivia, by the way. Is it? Although I thought about him. Can can we? Well, we're still in basketball before we get into Browns free agency. I thought we might get into MLB for a little bit. By the way, they're still on strike. Um, I want to ask you, what's going on in Michigan right now? Really? What do five figures say the face slap? Really? You couldn't punch a coach? Like, come on, stop. 
if he's really that upset about timeouts, Bry, I mean, he should have got over it back in 1994 or whatever year it was. All right. Wow, I haven't heard that take yet. Not bad. I mean, what do you want from the guy? Like, it was three seconds left. So what if they called a timeout? You got your ass blown out. Like, <laughs> you're really upset by that? I mean, I, I don't know if he'll ever coach a game again for Michigan. Um, if he does, this he is should. like his last chance because yeah, he, he got into a tiff with uh, – with Maryland last year in the Big Ten champ in the Big Ten conference uh, tournament, and you know this is kind of strike two. And there's there's not an excuse. There's never an excuse for a coach to throw a punch ever. You know you have to be better than that. Players obviously, you know they they do their thing. They they get emotional. They're immature. They're twenty years old. But a, a coach to do that, come on, you got to be better than that. It wasn't a punch. It was put the powder on the hand. It was like open-handed little slap. Like, get off me. Even though he was being pushed away by his other coaches. And for <laughs> those who are not understand what we're uh, – Jawan Howard slapped the coach from uh, Wisconsin because he called a timeout with three seconds left or four seconds left in the game because he wanted to reset something. It wasn't anything. He thought it was a Bush League move. They started jawing at each other and then – an open-handed slap came over top of a couple coaches, and he got suspended for five games, and he's out until the Big Ten tournament, right? Yeah, I, I think so. But he didn't even hit the Wisconsin head coach that took the timeout. He hit an assistant. So I just, I don't, I don't, I was shocked by the whole thing. And, and like I said, there's no excuse for it. Um, you know, maybe they should suspend him for the whole year. I mean, you, you can't be doing that. You can't have that message, regardless of. Uh, of what kind of emotions are flying. I know it's an emotional game, but it, I mean, no pun intended. It's a black eye for the school for sure. Well, yeah, you know, it, so has, you know, Harbaugh get re-signed to an extension too. So, hey now, how uh, long has it been since Ohio State beat Harbaugh? Wow. First time you can actually say that because they died. Eight, the is it up to 800 days yet? I haven't, re I haven't checked the ticker. 800 days. 800 oh. days. What were you doing 800 days ago? Hey, I was probably at least 50 pounds lighter. Days. You know why it's 800 days? They're like, oh, shit, Ohio State's really good. <coughs> we got the <coughs> COVID outbreak here at the school. Oh. And then they just said, yeah, we'll cancel the game. Did, so, did you okay. win that year? Did you beat them that year? Couldn't. How many games did Ohio State win that year? Five. Wow, that's pretty bad. Five games? They only won five games that year? Yeah, because everybody kept dodging them like Michigan. <laughs> did they make it? To, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how many games did Michigan win that year, Brian? Uh, well, that's why Harbaugh should have been fired then. I was going to say how far did they make it, but I'm pretty sure they made it to the national title that year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did too. <laughs> hey, they lost Alabama though. Yeah. Number two. Number two out of 137 teams or whatever yeah. there is. He won. Yeah, kind of backed myself into a corner there. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. <coughs> All right, let's get into some, some Browns, Browns news. All right, let's get let's get out of the Browns free agency and combine. Now, Brian, I don't know if you saw about the combine. I don't know what happened afterwards, but they're talking about boycotting some of the combine because Ooh. they're the combine uh, agents of the players going to the combine because they're wanting the combine to be bubbled, and the I guess the agents go. We just watched the Super Bowl in L.A. and nobody was wearing a mask. We just watched the national championship and nobody was tested. But you guys want to bubble these kids for the combine. And I, you know, hmm. so it is what it is. You know, everybody's got their own rules, regulations on how they do stuff. I mean, we're almost at the point in time right now, Bri. And I, Bri, have you been vaccinated? Yes, sir. I have been vaccinated. Vinny, have you been vaccinated? Everybody's been vaccinated, right? See? Everybody's been vaccinated. So what's the problem? What's the problem here? They say take it, get the shot, you'll be fine. I I'm tired of I, I'm just I'm over it now. I'm over the whole mass situation. I'm over everything else. You know, if you do not feel comfortable around going around your grandparents or anything of that nature, that's fine. Don't do it then. But we're at a point in time now where Life has got to go on. It has to at some point in time. It's already been almost, it's going on three years now. 
since this all happened. Like, there's got to be a point in time where we pull off the Band-Aid. Yeah, I mean, I frankly, for me, I don't see a huge deal one way or the other. Um, you know, if they bubble it, okay, great. Why do people really have a huge problem with them doing it in a bubble? If they don't bubble it, yeah, I understand they're, they're, they're hypocrites. So, uh, so I understand that aspect, but well, you know, the, let them bubble it. Who cares? Well, the thing is, is it's not that the, the bubble, it's the fact that when they're in that bubble, they're not allowed to do anything. Like there's no, but it's, it, but it's not, it's not a normal bubble, Bry. It's like you're locked in your room. You can't even go downstairs to get anything, hmm. but you can go meet with the national media. You can go do this, but you have to meet with this. Like there's certain things going on. And it's like, really? Like, why is that going on right now? Like, I'm I mean, sure I just, these, these college kids, they would probably love to miss uh, school for two and a half weeks to, to go participate in the combine, assuming they're still going to school at this point. But, um, I mean, yeah, if I was a college kid and you tell me I, I get a free pass to miss a bunch of school, I'll take it. Hell yeah. You mean to tell me I'm going to miss the TV and basket weaving final? Damn. You might have to. Damn. You might have to. That putt putt uh, big tournament you had to, to get two credits, you might have to miss it. Uh, yeah. Hey, I didn't come to I didn't come to college to play school. Oh, you stopped yourself. <laughs> go ahead and go ahead with it. We don't go to Ohio State to play school, son. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. We all know what it is. It's been that way for years. <laughs> you haven't watched the program yet, and you're our age. Go rent the program. They'll let you know what they're doing. It's not that about, That's why the program has not been remade since the program came out. You got halfway through that line, and I just see you go, can, can, audible, Omaha. <laughs> I can't throw my school under the bus. Oh, oh my <laughs> That's all right. I'll throw my school under the bus. It's all right. There you go. All right. So also we got free agency coming up. We had some juicy words about Jarvis today uh, coming out, saying the injury he actually did play through, saying the ball is in Cleveland's court. And we're going to see what happens. I mean, that's a lot of moms here. Hi, mom. There's a lot of... Um, Money, I mean, it's sixteen million dollars going to be paid to Jarvis this year. Uh, it, it's Your sister's here too. I know, I don't like her though. Oh, oh. <laughs> she upsets me. <laughs> um, but you know, it it's just it's weird, Bry. It, it it's I, Jarvis is a huge part of this team. I can't think. I can thank Jarvis every day for everything he's done for this team. I know he's played hurt for like the past three years for us and like seriously hurt from what he said now. Like and he came out and said the reason why he didn't talk to anybody, you know, media wise is because he's trying to get ready for the week after having a high sprain MCL and all that stuff. And I'm telling you what, you know, and everybody's going to hear me again. You know, Oh yeah. Everybody's saying Jarvis is the hurt. So Jarvis, no matter what happens, Screw what everybody's saying on Twitter. If anybody's going after you, thank you for your time here. If you, this is the end, thank you. You came out, you played your ass off for this team. You did everything you could for this team. I'm not mad at you, bud. I get it. You came here thinking that everybody was just throwing you to the trash, and you came into this place, and you started the turn. And we wouldn't go to the playoffs without you. We wouldn't be going to these places. So he, to me, I love Jarvis. He reminds me of what Cleveland football is. As in, you show up, you do your job, and you work hard. And that's what he did every time he was here. I mean... I think we all can tell that this is kind of a uh, a business decision on Jarvis's end because he can see the writing on the wall. He knows what he's due this year. He knows he's probably not worth it. His his numbers haven't backed up that he's worth being whatever he is a top ten, a top fifteen uh, paid wide receiver in the NFL. I mean, he only he only played twelve games, but he only had he didn't even have six hundred yards in those right. twelve games. Right. So he's trying to. 
get the fan support on his side. Kind of, kind of like Cribs did a couple years ago, and it paid off for him. But, uh, but their two careers are kind of going, you know, in opposite directions at, at the time of, uh, of their contract negotiations, or in this case, uh, you know, he has one year left and probably not going to pay him that. Maybe we bring him back for, for a discounted rate. But uh, it's probably more likely that uh, that we go in a different direction and try to get some young talent in here. And yeah, like you said, Jarvis is one of the most beloved uh, Browns on the roster right now. And we love him for what he brought to Cleveland. And it's only been a couple of years. But his production, if we're just looking at production, his production has not been there. And, you know, we could obviously spend another week on uh on why that's the case but you just don't know with him you don't know if the injuries have caught up with him you don't know if it's the scheme if it's the quarterback if it's his declining play because in this league you take too many hits as a wide receiver you don't last very long and he's not one of those wide receivers that's gonna run away from guys and, and make guys miss and be super shifty so he's going across the middle he's making those tough catches um so yeah, I don't I don't know if you really want to pay a guy sixteen million dollars to catch fifty two balls a year. You no, know, Brian, I, I'm with you about the sixty. I don't even care about the money right now when it comes to him because they're talking about restructuring his deal. They're meeting with Jarvis's agents and everything else next week, and they're they're going to try to restructure everything and try to get it somewhere in the ballpark where you know it could be and all that stuff. I get it. I'm just saying thank you to Jarvis for his time here. I mean, okay. if it, if it comes comes to the point in time where it's a money thing and you got to go, Jarvis, thank you. I mean, you played through what you played through a lot here. <laughs> like, I mean, I knee problems, groin, stomach, ribs. Like he he was a trooper here, and I can't thank him enough. I I he is just one of those guys as a football fan that I am. I like those kind of guys. I mean, you don't hear a lot from him but when you do it's a leadership thing and it's it's meant for a reason you know especially with the like the hard knock speech that's probably one of the most iconic hard knock speeches that you've had and just telling people everybody plays injured like if you're not injured you're not playing you gotta be available and he was available for us he really was so yeah, if the uh, if the Browns continue to make strides and continue to turn the corner and become maybe a perennial playoff team, um, you know, I think we'll look back and we can pinpoint Jarvis Landry as being one of those cornerstones that turned this culture around. Because you know, when he got here, Baker was young. I think did he get here Baker's rookie year um, and. Baker was a rookie, number one pick, and obviously that carries a lot of weight, but you needed that veteran. Miles Garrett, Nick Chubb, they're only one year in. We needed that veteran voice, and he became that veteran voice. He became that guy that everyone could look to. And, you know, OBJ, whatever happened with him, you know, I think Jarvis Landry was a huge, obviously a huge key in why he came here. And he tried to make it work. Um, who knows? He might have demanded to trade after two games if Jarvis Landry wasn't here. And I'm sure all the LSU guys that we have on our defense and on our team look up to him as I think probably 90% of the team does because he's yeah. that vocal leader. And, yeah, we want to keep him around. And, obviously, he has the fan support. And I think he's better than what he showed last year. Um it's just we got to find a way to to get him the ball. He's not that number one wide receiver anymore, but he's can, he can still contribute on on a playoff team, on a championship competing team. So I bring him back for another year, absolutely. Even if you know if it's a one year contract for you know twelve, thirteen, fourteen million, I bring him yeah. back. I think they find a way to make it work. Oh uh, yeah, you ha- you kind of have to. I mean, obviously we'll get you know we're getting. Close on time here, Brian. So I've got Vinny, write down the notes. We are getting to Browns free agency next week. All right, Brian, you okay with that? Cool. All right. Um, and we will transition over. You're gonna give him the ball. You get Jose quarterback. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. 
get a call. <laughs> for I, Is that I, supposed to be a tall quarterback? Yeah, that's oh, supposed okay. to be a tall quarterback. Sure, sure. I'm with you. Well, I mean, Jose should be happy. Uh, Sean Payton retired. Maybe he'll come to Cleveland and coach Baker Mayfield. Sean, Sean Penn. You mean Sean, Sean Penn? Sean Penn. Yes. Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Uh, all right, oh, let's, <laughs> let's get into our Fat Boy Tuesday real quick, guys. Playing classical yep. music now. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. So we're going to go over what we had at my corner bar. Uh, real quick, it was a great place. Uh, man, that food was good. We had a firecracker ship Alfredo. We had mussels. We had two smash burgers. We had a loaded baked potato with a New York strip on top of it with the My Brother's Backyard Barbecue Sauce, which, Bri, you forgot your bottle. Do you have it for me? I do. Dude, I'm telling you, that I, is legit. I'm not pulling any punches. I got another one coming, buddy. We're all getting Backyard Barbecue bottles. But That's good stuff. Go, go check them out, especially at uh, – there's only three spots. I think it's Gervais's. Uh, heat exchange, and I don't. I know it's heat exchange in North Ridgeville. I can remember that much from that night. Well, if that's two, then the third one would be the corner. Right? Right? No, you get it. Oh yeah, you get it yeah. on the wings and everything. But we also had three different kind of wings. We had, oh my lord, what else did we have? We had the, garlic parm. One. Oh, you guys had garlic parm. Oh yeah, later on garlic parm. There, there was it was oh, fresh garlic, fresh man. parm, shaved parm on top of it. Dude, yeah. like everything is for scratch in that. Oh my lord, it was so good! Wow, I had the uh, I had the fried bologna sandwich, and man, when I tell you fried bologna sandwich, that thick, that oh, sandwich was that thick. I know, but the yeah, bologna was that. Thick. They even came out. So, Justin, if you're still watching, that fried bologna sandwich came out with grilled onions, lettuce, tomato, and a Dijon horseradish mustard on top of it. Oh, my Lord, it was so good. And Bill, Laura, and I think it was John, right? John, yeah. Were amazing. Absolutely amazing. The owners there, they have stuff throughout the week. I mean, they have a, let's see here. Today is Wednesday or Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, they have Taco Tuesday. $2 tacos right now. They have Mm -hmm. Wednesday. They have Wing Wednesday. They have Monday Quesadillas. They have Thursday Possibles. Friday, Saturday, they got Prime Ribs. Possible. Oh yeah, fried bologna is so good, Kevin. Oh, yeah. Kevin, I'm not gonna lie. Hands down, one of the top two I've had growing up. Oh, drop that meat, and some cheese, be all over that. <laughs> We're gonna have to convert you back. We'll figure it out. We'll have to figure it out. But yeah, it was it was a great time, a great place. Uh, amazing staff. The staff was amazing to us. And I'll tell you what, the setup they had there for us, Bry. You can't beat that. We were right there in front of the stage. We had the whole bar watching us. We had TVs playing, so when we had the audio cut out, we knew it. We had to wait a little bit on that. Horseshoe bar. It great time. I mean, Brian, why don't you tell about your experience there? Yeah, for me, I mean, we can tell you what we ate, um, and nothing will really blow your socks off and say, oh, man, that sound, that's a great creation. I got to go try that. But for me, it was just the quality of the food, like the chicken sandwich, top notch, the burger, unbelievable wings. I mean, out of this world, that barbecue sauce. Yeah, I could talk all day about it um, because, you know, I I like a little bit of everything with my barbecue sauce. I like it to be sweet. I like it to be a little spicy. And and it also had a little tang to it. And um, yeah, so, so that was great. The French fries were unbelievable. A loaded baked potato. I had, you know, maybe a third of that. And hey, you look at it. Maybe you don't think uh, you don't get too excited about it, but man, it, it was delicious. It was huge. Um, yeah. So yeah. go there. I can't really explain what makes it great, but it's just the the high quality of food. So you have to go. You have to check it out at least once. Uh, and it's priced, you know, very fairly. And um, yeah, you know. Get a beer, get a burger, get some wings. You definitely will not be disappointed. And that's that's what Bill said to me later on in the night. He wanted a place where you can get high-quality food for a great price. And mm-hmm. everything there is scratch. They do everything from scratch. 
I found out where they get their meat from, which is a local place there in Parma. Everything's fresh that day. Everything, all the sauces, anything that's made is fresh that day. So, I mean, it's that it, it, I didn't get the chicken sandwich. Chicken sandwich disappeared before Fat Guy got a hold of it. So mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know where that ended up at, but I mean, Vinny, you can attest you had to buy a bologna sandwich too. Oh right? yeah! Oh, oh my yeah. lord! Yeah, that bologna sandwich was amazing. Um, I did eat half that chicken sandwich. I know where the other so. half went. <laughs> when I go back, I'm getting the chicken sandwich with barbecue sauce. Not even thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> just smother all. Already know. Already planned out my next visit. Yeah. <laughs> and you also had some of the pasta with me. You didn't eat the shrimp, but yeah, yeah. So the the pasta was really good. Oh yeah, with... oh yeah. The fettuccine was just amazing. So uh, yeah. You know, if I was more of a shrimp person, yeah, I'd love to have the shrimp with it. But uh, but they have chicken and steak. You could put on it too. And yep. like I said, like Brian said, twelve dollars possible. Yeah, all you can eat, all you can eat, comes with a side of garlic bread, garlic toast. I mean, how can you pass that up? Like it's it's like a legit place to eat and have a really good meal. Like I even talked to Hope. We might be going back for the prime rib dinner. We sure. really are because she loves prime rib. I'm like, might as well go back for it. I mean. But yeah, please go check that place out. Vinny, can you bring up the uh, the overlay again of uh, my corner bar? Yeah, absolutely. Like we've been, we love all the places we've been to, and we got. Oh, I got the wrong one. Yeah, you got the wrong one. I need the overlay. Overlay, not to be hide, not to be hide. Where is that one? Oh, oh there it is. There it's up go. on top. There you go. So yeah, <laughs> check them out. They can. <laughs> well, Kevin, I'm sorry, Kevin, but uh, yeah, go check them out. That the inside could seat about, I'd say, about sixty people easily, and then they have that outside patio. They're going to be doing food specials uh, throughout the week. He does different specials too: chicken popcash. He does stuffed peppers, meatloaf. You have to check out. There might be a chef special that night. But yeah, please go check it out. It, it was, I hands down, one of the best places. You know, we've been to Foundry, which was great. All the places we've been to is great. But, you know, this one, the quality of food, especially the bang for your buck, I, I could, especially the spread they put out for us, too. Absolutely. I mean, it was, I looked up at the end of the night. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? I'm here by myself. Like, <laughs> right, bring, bring me a bib get the forklift here we go <laughs> <laughs> yep. all right so let's get into our uh let's get into our trivia real quick let's end out the show all right so uh, are we passing on top three tonight oh no i forgot top three songs i'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry, I completely forgot about the top three, Bri. That's my fault. Uh, Tommy, we are doing top three favorite songs growing up. Because we had the halftime show, we talked about Eminem, we talked about Dre, we talked about Snoop. I figured, why not get a little nostalgia with it? Give me your top three songs growing up. So, Bri, you want to go first? You want to kick this off with your top three? I can do that. Yeah, Um you know, with with some of my top three, I try not to get too repetitive, so I uh, so I try to put a little different genre for each one. So my number three, I can even pinpoint like what years, where I was in high school, middle school, elementary school when I was obsessed with these songs. My number three in eighth grade, I was obsessed with Kid Rock, Ball with the Ball. There it is. <laughs> It got so. This was before you know you could download music on your uh, on your computer. So I remember sitting there like waiting for it to come on the radio with my little recorder and trying to get it and just never being able to do it. So yeah, that that was that was something I remember. These all these songs kind of stick out in my mind. Number two, I'm going late elementary school and I still love it today. Probably one of my favorite rap slash hip hop songs of all time, and that's Regulate Warren G. Um, first CD I ever bought, loved it, still love it. Um, yeah, number two, number one, kind of, if I was, I was trying to think back to like what, uh, what song really got me into loving, uh, country music as much as I did. Uh, thinking maybe about like, uh, uh, high school, 
10th grade-ish. Uh, I kind of traced it back to an Alabama song called If You're Gonna Play in Texas, You Gotta Have a Fiddle in the Band. Yes. <laughs> Loved it. Love it. All right. Uh, we have Justin chimed in. Uh, Country Boy Can Survive is number three. Uh, sure. Number two, Smashing Pumpkins Tonight Tonight. They can't go with number one. ACDC, Highway to Hell. That was a good one, too. All right. And Absolutely. Jose said, Big Boy, nobody. Uh, Vinny, what about your top three? Um, Yeah, I kind of went, like, way back to, like, real young, like, my childhood and stuff. Like ABCD? No, no, no. Nothing like that. The but, wheels of the bus go round. Well, just some of the, <laughs> melodies, the melodies and stuff like that that I heard to a lot of the songs they've just kind of always stuck with me okay i don't know maybe it's me being a cancer and all who knows <laughs> but like <laughs> islands in the stream i don't there know why solid parking always kind yeah. of stuck with me gotcha um walk like an egyptian oh yeah you gotta do the dance now Vinny. you can't just talk about the song walk like an egyptian <laughs> nice um and uh lastly piano man oh yeah you know there you go can't go wrong with billy joel man. yeah all right well i'm going to throw out an honorable mention uh this was like my junior high years boys to bed anything boys oh, yeah. to bed like my junior high, just that whole cd they were just god they were huge uh number three and i'm going to go a little bit rock can't go wrong with lip biscuit break stuff. I okay. I'm telling you what, when you just want to get angry at something, I just put that on it and I just wanted to just throw something through the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> um Bry, here's one for you. Uh my number two, Garth Brooks. Thunder Rolls. There you go. Sure. Love Absolutely. Thunder Rolls. And this is gonna be kind of weird for everybody, but my number one growing up was P. Diddy, Mace, Mo Money, Mo Problems. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. I, every time I hear, I'm coming out, I, I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. Keep it old school now. Everyone loves <laughs> that. Absolutely. That's not weird. I can't help it. It's either it's either them or Biggie. I love listening to Biggie back, too. So. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, you're getting a little behind the scenes with us getting weird now. Oh, I mean, yeah. you can't even go wrong with Pac back in the day. Love Tupac. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I was everywhere. I listened to, listen here. Oh, oh yeah, I was all over. Oh, Buddy Pink Floyd. Oh, Lil Wayne. And anything Eminem. Very <laughs> <Edward. laughs> Without a doubt. That was all great. Thanks. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the uh, CC top was better than that. All right. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's get into our trivia. Then we'll finish off with my cousin Vinny's word of the day. All right. So, trivia, Bri. Mm-hmm. Most assists in one game by a point guard. Okay. What you think, bud? Yeah, you said I wouldn't know the recognized name, so I kind of went with maybe a little bit of an older, obscure uh, uh, NBA great that I could think of that was a point guard. So I said John Havlicek. Not even on the top list. Come on, man. Oh, Give it to Kevin, Buffalo and dunk it. Kevin chimed in with Bob Cousy, who is third. All right, oh. do, you have, do you have a Cleveland great? Well. I was down to two. I was down to Bingo Smith, and I was down to Terrell Brandon. So I'm going to say Terrell Brandon. None of those. All right. You ready for this guy? Scott Skiles for the Atlanta Magic. No, no, no. For the Magic, had the number one overall. Oh, Scott Skiles. Yeah, I remember him him in NBA Jam. He had 30 assists in one game. Wow. Unbelievable. Behind him? Kevin Porter for the Brooklyn Nets at 29. Then you had John Stockton and Guy Rogers at 28 and Bob Cousy. And then the Cleveland Cavalier at number six, Jeff 
Houston at 27. Wait, does it have a year for him? No, it doesn't have a year, but I'm sure it can work here. Jeff Houston <laughs> at 27 assists as a point guard. And then it's followed up by Rondo, Kidd, McLean, Isaiah. You know, there's a lot of guys behind him at 25. Mm-hmm. 1982, he said. Wow. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so it's I know it was a hard trivia, but I mean it was a fun sure. trivia to let you sure. know where we're at. Yeah. I mean, no, I've heard of Scott Skiles before. Never would have guessed them, but I've heard of them. Oh, I mean, I just think 30 assists in one game. Never gonna see that again, probably, right? <laughs> I wonder if that's the record. Well, I'll have to look it up after because uh one year Wilt decided he wanted to lead the league in assists, so he just tried to jack his numbers up. So it's not that hard when you just got to alley oop people, just hold the ball up, let them take it out of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to the for the day. All righty. Our word again was Hugh. 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 Let's go over the definitions, please, again. Definitions one more time. A, unreserved, honest. B, to happen or become known. C, incapable of being conquered or d to conform to or adhere i'm going to go with d on this one bry d d as a dog okay yeah that's what i wrote down too because i think the first time Vinny read it he was very convincing so i bought in there you go we both got it our answer is d today yes good job Vinny. Form or adhere. Nice. Now it also means um, to like to like use an axon too. It's kind of weird. Oh, you went what dark else? with it. Well, mm-hmm. uh, the word also means to give shape to with or as if with an axe. Both hewed and hewn are used as past participles. Okay. So there you go. Huh? All right. Well, good to know. Well, everybody in the comments, uh, Justin, Jose, Kevin, we had, who else was in there? I miss people. Uh, Dustin was here today. Yeah. Yeah. Justin. No, no, there was a Dustin up there, too. There's a Dustin. Dustin. Yeah, I, uh, Dustin Niece. Oh, Juice. I'm saying that right. It's the Juice. Uh, Thank you guys for watching us. Uh, We really appreciate everything. You guys are amazing to us. We love doing our live shows. We'll have another one set up here soon. As soon as Vinny and I put our heads together and find a spot, um, we uh, I think we have a spot, but we just got to get it solidified. Yeah. 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 So um, and if you have a spot for us, come check out here in Cleveland, Canton, Akron, Medina area, that kind of sense that we got to kind of well in that area. Let us know here in Northeast Ohio. We'll go check it out. Uh, sure. We love going to new places. Like I said, we that was our first time at the corner bar. So. That's why you're getting the reaction from us that you, you're getting tonight and on Thursday because it was our first time there. Um, also, uh, right now it's $21 a dog at City Dogs of Cleveland. So if you want to go adopt, please go adopt. Uh, other than that, uh, we're here. See you in the show. Brian, you want to God bless them? Yep, God bless you. God bless America. Go Vinny? adopt one of them dogs. Vinny? Hey, have a great night, everybody. I am that fat guy. Find us here on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Please like, subscribe, and any feedback. Please hit us up via email or just message us. Uh, We answer as soon as we can. So thank you guys so much for watching. We are uncorked, unloaded. We're out. See ya.